Glory to Jesus. Glory to the Most High God. Welcome back, family. Welcome back, my podcast family and my YouTube channel family. And this also will be posted on my Facebook. So if you're watching this on Facebook, welcome as well. This is Dr. Mercy Omani, your humble host here on Empowerment Podcast. I have my last but not the least eight mistakes singles make. We started a few weeks ago and uh, we are, you know, completing it today. I'm so grateful to God for this moment. Uh, It's been a journey. I know I've received several emails and feedbacks from singles who said a few things. And uh, uh, it's so encouraging. It's so powerful to know that uh, this is touching lives around the globe. So welcome once again. We want to begin quickly. And I really want to advise that you check out. all of the episodes we've done, all of the uh, mistakes from the 1st to the 7th, you can check that out on our Anchor handle or you can check it on our um, YouTube channel. We have the the full episodes from the 1st mistake to the 7th and today we're doing the 8th. So, as you can see here, this is how we started. Um... Eight mistakes singles make and how we can avoid it, you know, how we can not um, afford to just let it be. We can't. We can't afford to make these mistakes because uh, there's a a destiny, um, uh, you know, uh, it can mess with your destiny, period. You know, because who you marry will shape your life and destiny. There's no... Um, joking around it. There's no uh, thinking that, oh, uh, there's a way you know you can fix some things. No, you can't. There are things you can't fix. And so if we can avoid any of these mistakes, if we can, by the grace of God, which we know we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us, then we should allow God to walk through us and allow us to, uh, you know, to empower us to Make sure we don't make these mistakes. They don't go well with our destiny. So, number one, we talked about availability. You know, uh, you know that person has to miss you to value and appreciate your presence. Period. Keep showing up all the time. <laughs> you know, the value, your value will be devalued when you don't know how to manage your availability. You know, number two, we talked about, so you've got to have a life, which is still number one, have a life. This is just a a recap, a brief recap I'm doing on the first, second, third, and fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, okay? So number two, not knowing what you want and deserve. So when you don't know what you want and deserve, you feel used, you feel used. So early on in any relationship, you know, find out. Find out what you want, what you desire. You've got to know. You've got to know. So you don't feel used at the end of the day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So always define, find a way to define your relationship with the person. Find out who are they to you? Who are, who are you to them? Don't assume anything. Hallelujah. And so we talked about um, number three, not no, not protecting your privacy. Be reserved, sister. Be reserved, sir. Don't spit everything out before you are you are asked. If your your potential person is asking you of something, don't lie. Tell the truth. But don't just open up and begin to pour things out that you are not asked. Okay, so that's a big problem there. You know, so take your time. Have some reservations. Okay, create boundaries. Number four, we talked about not keeping the right company. That is uh, a word right there. You know, choose your friends um, 
you know, wisely. You know, don't just allow anybody into your space. Not everyone is going where you're going. And so make sure you pick your friends wisely. Those that are connected to your destiny. Those that are going to where you are not going. Otherwise, you will go with the people going to the wrong way. You know, where you are not called to be. And so choose your friends wisely. The company you keep will determine who you become. First Corinthians chapter 15 verse 33. Hallelujah. And so stop trying to belong and please everyone. You can't please everybody and make it in life. No. <laughs> okay. So number f uh, okay, yes, this is the next one. Not investing in yourself. Number five. Yes, you've got to invest in yourself. You are your CEO. You are your prophet. You are uh, responsible for you. Okay, find a purpose. Develop yourself and that talent that God is giving you. Do not sit around waiting for marriage. Don't wait around looking for uh, your, your husband. Maximize your single days. Do something with your life. Okay, be happy doing what you love. Okay, so you don't have to worry about working anymore because doing what you love is living glory to god do away with procrastination and unserious friends you see what they're doing on the you know see this picture nobody's walking but they're just talking sometimes there are people that come into your life they are, they are going nowhere and so if you're not careful if you are you don't if you're not the person of vision and and dreams no they're gonna run you over with just thinking it's okay to live a life without uh, a vision, with because the Bible says without a vision, okay, without a vision, the people perish. There has to be vision. Vision is what gives life to you and gives life to your future. And so, yeah, so avoid people that procrastinate. What they can do today, they want to do it next year, okay? And all serious people, you know they are not serious. Because when you are talking about something that's serious, they, they want to water it down. They want to talk you down. They want to make you feel like you're doing too much and you are just, you don't know what you're doing. Okay? They make you feel like you don't know what you're doing. Because they want to feel good being what they are. Okay? So, don't go down to their level. Alright? Do all that you can to create a balanced single life. Be intentional. Be intentional with your decisions. Be intentional with your uh, approach to life and things. Uh, have value. Have value. What's your value? What's important to you? So make sure you're intentional. Hallelujah. And then we're talking about six, um, not understanding purpose. When you don't understand purpose, abuse of that purpose of your life is going to be inevitable. Especially if you're a single girl, uh, you know, single lady, sometimes they go into some kind of uh, business that they know is to probably sell their, 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 the temple of God that, that they are, you know, uh, for money. And they, they just do that because they don't understand what purpose is all about. If they know that their body is the temple of the Holy Ghost and they have a purpose to fulfill, I don't think they'll be doing what they're doing. They won't. Okay, so not understanding purpose is going to make someone see a package you know um okay let, let me yeah yeah it's gonna make someone see a package and just think that's it that that's all that there is you know that's not all that there is um not understanding purpose will cause people to live a different kind of way of life without even thinking not understanding purpose will make someone see what is for them and reject it because they see, they are seeing it in a form that is raw, that is not nurtured, that is not properly covered, that is not properly packaged. Because the truth of the matter is, when God is bringing something into your life, a blessing to your life, sometimes it's not properly packaged. But you can be rest assured that what is in that package is going to be perfect. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be so good, you know, but... Because he's God, we can't even tell him what to do and why. We don't know why he does what he does. Uh, you know, I think 
probably to test our heart to, to know because the reason why God allows certain things to happen to us is to test our heart. What is important to us? Okay? It's a test that brings the testimony to our lives. Hallelujah. Good things most times will come in a package that is not the best. You know, and, and so we have to be spiritual to understand God, to know, uh, you know, to, to know that, to know what it is that he's given to us. Because uh, if it's coming in a raw form <laughs> and we're not careful, we'll think it's not God. We'll think it's not God. And when we think it's not God, it makes people leave what is God's to what God did not ordain. And that put them into another problem. And so we want to make sure we avoid that. All right. So um, it says here, have a purpose mindset. You know, uh, purpose mindset is the way out. Hallelujah. And so our next slide says progress. You know, uh, be ready to sacrifice. Because nothing comes free. You've got to do something. You've got to do something to experience the best and all that God has for you. There's something to be done. There's a, a, a part that you must play. And you must intentionally play it for you to reap the benefits, the fruits of that blessing. Amen. And so, um, know that a godly purpose-driven person, you know, someone that is intentional with their lives, they have a future. It doesn't matter what they go through today. Okay, count on God to bring to pass all that he has in store for them. Okay, so we receive answers when we pray according to the will of God. So it's important to keep praying. Don't stop praying. Pray through it. All right, number seven, we talked about ignoring obvious red flags. There are red flags, red flags, red flags. God will show, God keeps showing. And oftentimes, you know, people just settle for... You know, as in, they don't, you know, well, they think they can handle it. They think they can change someone. They think they can overturn the situation. They have plans and uh, skills, they think, that they can apply to change a human being. No, no, brother, no, sister. You cannot change anybody. So don't ignore obvious red flags. Red flags are God's divine alarm and caution. God is saying, be careful here, be careful there. You know, some you have to pray, you know, pray for God to do something. Some, you know, you have to walk away. All depends on what God is saying. Hello. What God said yesterday might not be what God is saying today. That's another way to really look at it. What God told you yesterday might not be what God is saying right now. So it's very important to stay connected. To, to stay under the frequency of the Holy Spirit so that whatever God is revealing at any point in time, you are presently present to catch it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, um, patterns in life, there are many, many patterns, you know, uh, that some Every one of us have been through some things in life. And so there are patterns that have been established. Some are good. Some are better. I guess some are better. Some are good. And some are not so good. You know, but when we know what it is that we're dealing with, it's easier to walk at it. You know, it's easier easier to walk at it. A study shows about relationship patterns. Three basic things about relationship patterns. You know, who you pick, you know, the kind of person that you keep picking, the kind of people that you keep connecting yourself to and keep uh, bringing into your life, you know, um, and the behavior that's accepted, you know, used in that relationship and as the acceptance of the same, um, uh, uh, of whoever, the acceptance of the treatment that is, uh, you know, presented in that relationship. So if nothing changes, if it's not okay and nothing is done, it becomes a bad pattern. 
that needs attention. Otherwise, the person will keep making the same mistakes all their life. Okay? So, choose good patterns over potential. Don't go by what they do and how they look. You know, um, you know, check out what is that normal pattern. What have you seen? Is there anything good about it? Are you okay with it? Or is it something godly? Is it something that will be okay tomorrow in your marriage? Or will bring potential, you know, issues? You go to God in prayer and get some things. See some things in the spirit. See some, no, in the physical. And when it's not really clear, go to God in prayer to give you clarity on what he's want, you know, he wants you to do. Uh, do not run to conclusions. Ask questions. See God. Ask this person some questions that you can't ask. And see God. Because God will tell you things. that uh, the, the secret things that nobody knows. Holy Ghost will bring to your awareness. There are things Holy Ghost will show you. To help you understand this person even more. Okay? You know, uh, there's a difference between someone that has been through some situation. And they are doing all they can to get out of it. To be healed, whole, and love again. And there is another person that went through it. And they are living some kind of life and they don't care. And that's the way they want to live. Because to them, that it is their destination. They, have, they don't want to do anything about this. They want to stay there for the rest of their life. You know, you have to be able to compare both. You know, uh, see is this person walking, doing anything to, to get better? Or have they accepted this for the rest of their life and you have to deal with this? You know, so it's going to be um, you and God when you have seen what it is that you have seen. And now you want to ask God, lead me, lead me. There's something about an assignment. When God is giving you an assignment, he gives you the grace. You know, he gives you the grace. You know, you see some great, some great men of God and you wonder, um, you know, they're doing so well with their partner, with their wife. And, and then it comes to mind. What comes to mind when I think about those men of God is that God has helped them, he to, uh, to connect with their covenant soulmate, their own wives. And so this person has the capacity to really, you know, uh, uh, to carry them, to uh, support them, to handle them. Okay, okay. There are there are things that someone else might be in their life I will not be able to take for a minute. Like they won't be able to to uh, you know it will be a, a, a big problem, you know, if that other person is to be in their lives, uh, in their life. But when the right person is there. What the other person will fight about and cause chaos about. This other person will um, either go pray about it and still respect the man of God, you know, and still respect the man of God, but keep praying, you know, uh, because she knows her assignment. Well, you know, God has called you to be with someone and this person is called to be with you. You know, uh, there are things, you know, that you can't change. You can't say, God, no. Because what God told me is that when you leave someone, when I say this is yours and you reject them because of what you know about them, the person that you try to choose over there will have situation going on. There, There's going to be some things going on there too because no one is God. We are humans. Okay, we are humans. And so that person might be going through some things. But if the, the, the question is, will you be able to handle what they are going through? Will you be able to handle what you don't see right now? Because whoever God has for you, called you to, that God is giving you grace. The grace to handle this person, to be able to support this person, to help this person and fulfill destiny, whether you are a man or woman, you know, if God is calling you to someone, he's approved this, you know, he's giving you the grace to handle this person and for this person to handle you. What am I saying? You are able to live 
beyond uh, any form of uh, uh, marriage breakup. You, you know, you, uh, you, it's, it's almost a, a uh, what do you call it? Um, a marriage uh, a divorce proof or separation proof or uh, failure proof. You know, uh, there's, there's a way that God will bring these two together. That's going to, it's not going to make sense in the physical. Because God has a way of being God when it comes to the way he does things. And so we must not forget that. I forgot that I'm even doing a recap. <laughs> Lord have mercy. I'm trying to help someone there because I've received some messages saying, okay, what will you do when you find out something? You find out about something and you don't want to deal with that kind of life. You don't want to deal with that kind of person. What will you do? Even though you feel like God is calling you there, will you just leave them alone and go your way? You know, my, my, my word there, uh, by the spirit of God, the word there, the, the, uh, advice I'm going to give you there. You know, what I'm going to say is do not leave this person. If God is calling you to them, because not only is God knowing that you are the best to fit in that position, God is giving you the grace to support them, to help them fulfill destiny, no matter what it is they are going through. And the grace is already there for you. Grace will speak for you. Grace will, will empower you. Grace will, will, uh, will keep you. Grace will honor you there. Okay? Because if you choose someone else, and the Holy Spirit said to me, you, you know, said to me, this is what is going on in the in, in in people's lives you know they they decide to get someone that they think is best other than what god is telling them who god is showing them and so they go into a relationship with someone they can handle someone they don't really know some things about and the, the moment they come to know about it they're out it's like oh no i can't deal with this oh but the one that god gave them that would have been okay for them they left the person and now it's too late to go back to that person you know so be very careful about that god will not give you more than you can handle we know that for sure god is faithful god is faithful hallelujah 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 glory to god so do not be a victim do not run from what god knows you can handle into what you cannot handle. You know, be spiritually led. You will not find a perfect mate. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, find out a few things. Is this person God-fearing? Is this person violent, lazy, rude, name-calling? Is pride in the way, domineering, never wrong, lies, selfish, stingy, unfaithful with little things? No, find out a few things and know what you want to table before God. And, and pray, okay? And uh, remember, no matter how you try, you will not be able to change anybody. So God must be involved all the way. Hallelujah. This is why my program is very important. Marry your covenant soulmate. Don't forget, we are here to help you, sister. We're here to help you, brother. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, glory to God. Are we ready? Are we ready? So choose wisely. Choose your mate wisely uh, by the grace of God, by the leading of the Lord, whom you choose to marry, will shape your life and destiny. All right. So my God, <laughs> here we are with the eight mistakes people make. I really wanted to dive deep a little bit on the recap to help few of you understand where we've been, what we've done all this while. And uh, so that is the, 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 the most deepest uh, recap I've done, okay? So I, I think because this is the end of this, um, of, of, you know, the eight mistakes uh, that singles make, this is the end of this uh, episode. And um, I just wanted to make sure somebody gets, uh, you know, what I'm saying, what, what is, uh, this is all about. But to get the whole episode, to get the whole uh, video, 
and all of the information and the content, please visit um, our YouTube channel or listen through our Anchor platform. All right, eight, don't let your past stop you. This is powerful right here. I've already preached. If I say nothing else more, I'm done. I'm done because oftentimes we think that the best is behind us. Like the what we have enjoyed in the past few years is all that there is, you know. And then we forget that we still have a God who has a plan. He did not. It's not like he had the plan. No. He has a plan, still has a plan for you. Your past does not define who you are. What you went through is not your name. It, it, it's a situation. It, it was a situation. It was, um, you know, uh, a season in your life. Okay? It's not your destination. It's your past. Can we just call, you know, uh, remind ourselves your past is your past? That's the reason why it's called your past, right? And so it's, that's what it is. Your past is your past. Amen. And so let's stop giving power to the past and forgetting the future is calling. Because no one is going to answer for you about your future. Your future is calling your name. Until you say, yes, I'm present. You know, when we're in class, in the classroom, and we're, uh, you know, growing up, uh, the, the teacher, class teacher will be asking questions and he will say, raise your hand. You know, we still do it online. We still do it on, uh, uh, you know, on our live um, presentations, you know, like uh, uh, the Zoom, uh, Facebook or whatever, you know, live uh, presentations. You can still ask your audience, raise your hand if you have any questions. Okay, so when we're growing up, they'll say, raise your hand if, if you have any questions or raise your hand if, uh, you know, if you, uh, if you have an answer to this, uh, you know, question or something. Why do you raise your hand? What is the purpose of raising your hand? You raise your hand to identify. You raise your hand to say something that, you know, to answer the question that is being asked. So, what am I saying here? It is time to tell your future. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I'm here. You'll be telling your past that you are still here and your past is dead. Your past cannot help you. Your past doesn't have every, not, no capacity to help you. Because God is not there. You are in the worstness of God. You are calling God where God is not present. Your future has a voice. Your future is saying, come here. Come on. Get up. Wake up. So know your identity. Know who you are. Know who you are. Because when you know who you are, whose you are, you know that your past does not determine your future. Cannot control your future unless you allow it. Oh, this happened to you. Oh, you went through this. Oh, that happened. Yes. We all have our stories. We all have our... Uh, yes, we've been through. I don't think there's someone that has not been through something. Because that's what life is all about. Hallelujah. But you must remember, the go through is your preparation. The go through, the things that you go through, that you've been through, where a, God, the only way God will allow growth to come for you. Because you don't, there's no way we grow if we don't go through challenges. Challenges is a part, a way to growth. And sometimes we condemn it. We say, you know, when will the change come? How will the change happen if we don't go through stuff to know what to do and what helped us? What didn't help us? 
So get to know who you are. Get to know who you are. I have um, one of my webinar. Uh, it's a recorded webinar. How to uh, to discover you. Because when you discover who you are, let me tell you, everything will change. Your perspective about life, the way you to think, you used to think, the things that you used to uh, hold as eggs, how you used to look down on yourself, everything will change. Because now you know who you are. You are not poor because you don't have money. You are not poor because you don't live in Beverly Hills. No, you are not poor. In fact, you are not poor. If you have a vision, you are not poor. If you have a dream and you are doing everything you can each and every day to get to that place, you are not poor at all. So don't allow seasonal situations, temporal situations, have you think, have you make some permanent decision that you're going to, you know, live to regret because you are not in your destination. God is still working and moving you from one level to another. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Research shows that our thoughts about the future are based on past experiences. But we can choose to change the narrative, right? Because the Bible says that God is doing a new thing. God says, I'm doing a new thing. If God is doing a new thing, which I said earlier, raise your hand to your future. If God is doing something new and you are not presently present, you will divorce your future. You will divorce your future by yourself because you refuse to let go. One no longer serve you. Okay, having self-pity. This thing happened. Why did they do this to you? Why did this person treat you this way? All of that is gone. Still things of the past. Can you change what happened? Can you go back there and undo what was done? Okay, this is where you put your, uh, uh, your leftover, whatever is left. If it's just your breath, thank God. And march forward with hope and grace. Knowing that the best is yet to come. There's a future for you, a plan by the Lord. To bless you, to honor you, to establish you, to give you an expected end. I have another uh, recorded webinar Ways to Embrace Your Destiny Now. It's powerful. I'm going to try to put a link of those videos, you know, below this uh, broadcast. Because I want you guys to be able to click and, you know, watch the webinar. It's going to be a blessing to you. Hallelujah. To marry your past is to divorce your future. So you want to do yourself a huge favor. Let it go. Whatever that it is, whatever that it is in your past. That happened to you. That you held like an egg. Let it go. Let it break. Let it break. And let it get out of your life. So you can embrace your destiny now. Hallelujah. Head up. Stay strong. Let it go. Move on. Move on. There is more before you. There is greater before you. The Bible says that. The the, 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 the the glory of the latter days shall be greater, shall be greater than the former. I had a client who was so lost 
in what happened to her. And she said, will I ever have this again? Will I ever have that again? Will this ever happen for me again? She was just lost. And I said to her, what happens when a tree is cut? When you cut a tree, what happens? When you cut some flowers, you just cut them off. What happens? They have the potential to come up again. And this time even better. If God can do that for plants, how much more? How much more? How much more? You that is created in the image and likeness of the living God. The truth of the matter is... You cannot behold what God has for you until you let go of your past. Get that now. Let it sink in. Let it, take a moment to think about that. And so you literally be your enemy, your own enemy, when you don't want to let go because somebody did this to you, did that to you. And this person is probably moving on with their lives and just living. They are living. Why do you want to suffer? When the person that did something to you is living. So you want to make yourself suffer. No. 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 Refuse to, store, to put yourself in that position. You are too precious to put yourself in that kind of situation. Let it go. Because there's nothing you can do about it. You have a life. Or you, pardon me. You have life. The, you have the breath of God still in you. That's all you got. Whatever you have left is all you need. God told me years ago, uh, you know, he was asking me to do something. And I said, I don't have this. I don't have that. I don't have. He said, what do you have? I said, I, oh, this is the only thing I have. The only thing I said, okay, that's all you need. Hallelujah. So that, I believe God is speaking to somebody right now. You count on what you have and what you don't have. And you think what you don't have is what you need. And God says, no, what you have is in your house. Remember the widow. The widow had the pots in, uh, she had uh, uh, that meal in her house. It was that singular meal that she was going to eat and die with her son. That the man of God blessed. And the blessing of the man of God, the prophet, came upon this small food, small meal. Hallelujah. The oil. What do you have? It's just a jar of oil. Tiny bitty oil. From tiny bitty oil to the filling of the pots that they had to go borrow from neighbors. And they keep filling, they keep filling, they keep filling these pots until they, they were no longer, you know, pots to borrow. I believe if the, the children still found somewhere to borrow all, you know, more pots from, that fountain, fountain of oil would not have run dry at all. But guess what? What she had after an encounter with her prophet changed the trajectory of her life and destiny. Not only did she pay all the death, she had more for the rest of her life and children. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Glory to God. That's what we're here for today. You've got to let go. God is not done with you. Let go. Your future is in God's hands. It's not in your past. Your future is in the hands of the Lord. Hallelujah. It does not matter what you have been through. Because you've got plans. For your life. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody say, God has a plan for me. God has a plan for my life. 
And his word stands sure forever. He's not a liar. We can take his word to the bank and cash it. Life and direct. Ah, Thank you, Father. Haggai 2 9. What does the Bible say? The future of this temple will be greater than its past glory, says the Lord of heavens. The Lord of heavens' armies. And in this place will bring peace. In this place, I will bring peace. I, the Lord of heavens' armies, have spoken. The future glory of this temple will be greater than its past glory, says the Lord of heaven's armies. And in this place, I will bring peace. I, the Lord of heaven's armies, have spoken. Glory. See, I am doing a new thing, says the Lord. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Isaiah 43, 19. God is doing a new thing. You can see that when you, you decide, that when you determine to remain in your past. There's no way you're going to see this new thing. This new thing will almost be like your enemy, even if you can by any chance perceive it. Until you are ready to release Ishmael, you will not be able to connect to your Isaac. Because God doesn't make room for the old and the, the new. <laughs> One at a time. So choose. Choose where you want to be today. What does the Bible says? Choose life. God is even saying, I have life, I have death, but choose life. He's giving us even the, uh, the cheat chart. The chalked. He said, now choose life. He's not saying, okay, let me leave them to choose whatever they want. Of course, he's giving us the uh, free will to make our choices. But he says, if I will really be honest with you, don't choose death. I know I've given you the choice. Choose life. Choose life. It doesn't matter what the doctor tells you. Choose life. It doesn't matter what you're going through. Choose life. It doesn't matter who said what. Choose life. It doesn't matter what you feel. Choose life. Who did what to what to you? Choose life. Choose life. And no one can take the life that you choose. No one can take it from you. No, no devil in hell can take your life without your permission. So, choose life. Choose life. I don't care who left your life. Choose life. You know, I went. I, I had a situation um, with one of my clients. Uh, a situation that they went through. And she was giving me an instance of someone who killed himself. Because his girlfriend broke up with him. His girlfriend broke up with him. So, he went ahead and killed himself. Hello. Who does that? Because he had no purpose. He has no purpose uh, 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 mindset. He didn't know who he was. Otherwise, how will you kill yourself for someone that you probably not called to marry? You probably not called to be with. This might be God saving you from the trouble ahead. Saying, okay, before that happens, I'm going to make sure they are no more together. And then for that person to take their life because someone, you know, someone says they don't want to be in a relationship with you. That's how you know this person was not a purpose-driven person. Because you got life before you. Young man, you got life before you. You got destiny before you. And this woman that you he killed himself for, might not even be the picture of that future. You know? So let's pray the word. Choose to live. Embrace your destiny now. Live your best life. Father, I pray. 
You are listening to me. I don't care what you're going through. I pray for you and I pray the Holy Ghost. That God will intervene, will come for you, will come through for you, will reveal himself and his glory in your life. If you are in any form of confusion with no clarity of your life and destiny, everyone with broken heart the lord is healing you katoba candela ribarika tusketena bosha kayande maranda ikuraba itonoboske turetoshika legosi kalatisha the lord said to tell you i will not only make you I heal you i will make you whole see lakusa kata embrace yourself like put hands around yourself and just embrace yourself I'm going to tell God, thank you for my life. Begin to thank God for your life. God, we have me tell somebody, you have no idea where I have delivered you from, what I have delivered you from, whom I have delivered you from. Some of you have been complaining about certain things instead of thanking the Lord because of all of the deliverances that you did not even know about. Lord, I declare peace. I command peace in any storm. Satan, the Lord rebuke you. The blood of Jesus rebuke you in these lives. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We want to hear from you. Share your feedback with us. Share your testimony. Share your praise report. We want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. All of you. So if this has been a blessing, if this has been a blessing to your life, we want to hear. We want to hear you tell us how it's been a blessing to you. Share your praise report. Share your praise report. Share your uh, testimony with us. Uh, if you have any topic that you really want me to share here on this platform, something that's of concern to you, you want me to share some light about it, feel free to send me an email info at divineempowermentwithmercy.com and I will do my best to address it. Okay, God bless you all for joining. Okay, if you are listening, you are watching, you don't have Jesus. You don't have Jesus. You are not saved. Jesus loves you and he's, he died for you. He's coming back again. He is coming back again. Will you be ready? Will you be ready when he comes? Your being ready is by having Jesus as your Lord and Savior. So that he will rapture you with everyone that's saved. Hallelujah. So will you make him the Lord and Savior of your life today? All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you just as I am. I am very sorry for all of my sins. With my heart, I believe. With my mouth, I confess that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome home. Welcome to God's family. I will say to new converts, you know, connect with the local church. And first ask God to show you, to reveal to you, to lead you to that church. Don't just go to any church. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God bless you. Um, like you all know, I have a program. I have a ministry. And Divine Empowerment with Mercy is here to empower you. Uh, whether you're single, uh, you know, feel like you're desperate, you are not happy, single, uh, you are frustrated. We are here to help you. You've got to get yourself together. You get to, you've got to heal. You've got to 
discover who you are. You've got to love you. You've got to be a woman that's become irresistible. Why? Because you've discovered yourself and you are comfortable being yourself and you like yourself in your skin. To, to, you love yourself too much to be desperate for a relationship because no one wants to have anything to do with a desperate woman. Hallelujah. And so come on board. We are here to support you, to empower you. Um, if you went through divorce and you feel like life is over, we have a program for you as well. You know, uh, divorce is not a death sentence. It is a redirection for you uh, to purpose, to better life, to better living. So it is time to embrace your destiny now. We have the course online, online course. We have it one-on-one, uh, -on -one, whatever you choose. All you need to do is to, you know, uh, let us know if you want to do one-on-one -on -one with me. And you don't want to go buy the online course. Of course, the online course is simple as well. It's not something that's hard, you know, because the directions are there, what to click, instructions are there, and uh, it's uh, user friendly. You know, all uh, you need is to click, click accordingly, and you'll get all of the modules, and you will be blessed with it. We also have Marry Your Covenant Soulmate online course, Marry Your Covenant Soulmate Academy online course that is also there at your own pace to learn about how to prepare for a godly home and godly marriage hallelujah hallelujah so come on board today we also servicing um uh you know single groups uh women sh women shelter uh women in the in the shelter uh, homes and stuff like that um uh, yes, so let us know if you are, you are a manager or a, a coordinator in the women's shelter and you want us to come and minister to the women, empower the women in your shelter, let us know. If you are a coordinator of the single groups in your church or in, in your place, uh, let us know. We are here to serve you. We can uh, Zoom this because Zoom is the... It's just a blessing to us, this technology. You know, uh, we don't have to be there live with you unless you request that we'll be there with you. Um, you know, but if uh, you don't, if it's okay, let's do Zoom. We will do Zoom with you. Hallelujah. And so, um, yes, get back to us today. We want to hear from you. Yes, you. God bless you for being here. Have an amazing, amazing evening. Jesus loves you. And so do I. This is Dr. Mercy Omani saying God bless you real good. Jesus is Lord. Bye-bye. Have an amazing one again. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.